This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Well, welcome to episode nine of the How She Did That podcast. My name is Tasha Booth, and I am your hostess with the mostess. I'm so excited that you're here today. So I actually am going to cover a topic that I recently wrote a blog post about, but I think it's so important and it gets asked so often in VA, OBM, PM groups that I think that it needs to be covered in written form as well as audio. So if you want to head over to my blog, you can totally do that. You can read it. But if you're driving to work, then reading it's probably not an option. (laughs) So uh, listen to the audio instead. Today, I want to talk to you all about growing your virtual assistant business while working in your nine to five. I know that many of you out there are still in your nine to five, which is fantastic, and that's totally fine. The first thing I want to tell you is that your version of this business journey doesn't have to look like anybody else's. I think so often we get wrapped up in the hype of people like leaving their jobs after two months of you know starting their business and all these things that we lose sight of what works for us. And I've told people that before, even after they've left their full-time jobs, if their business isn't growing as quickly as they want it to, a lot of times they feel a lot of guilt and shame surrounding that and that they're not successful. But I want to encourage you to remember that success looks exactly like you want and need it to for yourself, your family, whoever is important and you're supporting in your life. And so don't get bogged down but by the shoulds or the what it's supposed to look like because The reality is there's no what it's supposed to look like. There's what it looks like for you. Okay, so now that we've got that off of the table, now that we've got that figured out, I wanna get down to the nitty gritty of balancing between starting this brand new business and still working in your nine to five. So the first thing I wanna say is that I hate the word balance. I think that that's really difficult and that's another word that, often gets people like in their own heads and thinking that they're doing something wrong. I had a client a couple years ago who didn't call it work-life balance. She called it work-life harmony. And I really loved that because I think balance makes it seem like we all have it completely together. And the reality is I don't have it all together all the time. Um, The other day, I was super busy with work and my husband had put chicken in the crock pot in the morning and he asked me to like watch it and make sure that, you know, I turned it off when it needed to. Well, 10 hours later, it was in the crock pot still on high (laughs) because I got busy. And so we ended up, actually the chicken ended up still okay. Thank you crock pot for not being super hot. But the point in that is that we all have those moments when we feel like we're sucking at life, right? (laughs) Because we're so wrapped up in trying to make our business successful, doing what's needed for that. So 
Don't think of the word balance, think of it as harmony. And when we think of things as harmony, I like to think of it as a dance. And sometimes you're leading, sometimes the other person's leading. It's a balancing act. Oh, I use the word balance. (laughs) It's a harmonious experience. Let's go with that instead. (laughs) Okay, so getting back to when you're working in your full-time job and you're starting your business, there's a few things that I want you to keep in mind. Thing number one is that this is not the time when you're going to be maxing out on the number of clients that you will ever have, when you're going to be maxing out on the number of hours that you will ever work, when you're going to be maxing out the amount that you will earn per month. This is not the time for that. You are building a strong foundation and I want you to think about it in terms of that instead of in terms of how many more clients can you get, how much more money can you make, how many more hours can you work? Because if you come at it from that point of view, you're going to burn out very quickly and you're gonna hate the whole experience. So instead, think of it as just like if you were building a house. Think of building those strong foundations first and that is a lot easier of a way to come at it than trying to do all the things at once. So within that, within building those strong foundations, I want you to focus on setting up great systems. Take the time to figure out what systems work for you. I'm also going to link in the show notes because I just um, wrote another blog post recently about the five systems that I use to run my VA agency. So you want to play with the systems, play with Asana or Teamwork or Trello, play with Slack, all of those things to find out what really works. So by the time that you're leaving your nine to five, which may or may not be your goal. So by the time you're scaling back from your nine to five or leaving your nine to five or whatever the case may be, that you are ready and that you feel 100% confident that you can serve your clients with excellence from the moment they look at your website to the moment they book a call with you, to the moment they sign that contract, all the way through to working with you and beyond, right? The other thing I want you to do is start setting up some SOPs, some standard operating procedures. And we're gonna talk about this in length in another episode. But SOPs are basically just the processes of how you do things. It really helps systematize things so that once your business has grown to the point of you're ready to hire your first or second or third team member, you can hand those SOPs off to them and it will make it so much easier. And from experience, I'm going to tell you that creating your SOPs now, even if it's just recording a video anytime you do a certain thing. So if you're scheduling social media for a client, record a video of how exactly you do that, and then you can go back and create a Google Doc of the step-by-step steps for that. But even if it's just recording the video right now, it's so much easier to do that now than to try to do it when you're overwhelmed, when you've got so many clients that you can't handle it, and when you're trying to hire your first team member out of extreme need and you know, anxiety over it. So do that now, take the time to to focus on those things now. And then once you're building your business outside of your nine to five, all of that will be so much easier. Okay, we're through the first part and I just wanna share uh, four or five things that were things that I didn't think of or that things that I thought I did well when I was still working in my nine to five 
and building my business. Number the one, number one is talk to your significant other and anyone else that's important in your life before you start this whole journey. So this is one of the things that I did not do well. My husband, um, his name is Scott. He is so super supportive and I could not have done any of this without him. And I am so, so grateful for him. But I did not really talk to him about this whole journey when I first started. I was just on Facebook. I was in a Facebook group. I saw things about a virtual assistant and I decided to become one. (laughs) And I have to say that it did work out in the long run. Um, Some of the reasons are because we have um, two beautiful daughters, uh, Grace and Meredith, but they live with their mom in Chicago. They're from Scott's previous marriage. And so we have more time than a lot of you who are listening who have kids, who have school-age kids and everything. And I 100% will always honor you guys for that. I don't know how you do it because sometimes my dogs are overwhelming to me. (laughs) But I think that um, not keying him in on it was a disservice um, to him because he wanted to be there for me with that, but he didn't know how to because I didn't explain to him really what I was doing until I was already in it. And there are a lot of things that are going to need to change in how you handle work and how you handle home and all of those things when you're building your business while still in your nine to five. So I think it's really important to have really honest conversations about that with the people that are important to you, whether that be your kids or your significant other, your spouse, whomever it may be. The second one is to start with a limited number of service offerings. So One of the other things that I think that in hindsight I would have done differently is really looked at what I loved doing. And you will hear me say this in probably every episode that I'm on, that it is so important that as you're stepping in and creating this thing, this new thing, that you really love doing it. There is nothing worse than working past your bedtime, which my bedtime is usually 8 a.m. 8 p.m., not 8 a.m. <laughs> my bedtime's usually 8 p.m. And working past your bedtime in, you know, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night on client work and realizing that you hate the work that you're doing. For me, that was social media management. I don't really enjoy social media management. So writing, you know, social media, writing copy for people, trying to find the perfect graphic and everything at 10 or 11 at night was not something that lit me up. But once I found tech and working on integrating people's tech for their launches and everything, I could do that into the wee hours of the night or into the wee hours of the morning. And so I really want you to focus on what you're excellent at, but also what you love and what lights you up. The third thing is to get your calendar out and to be really honest with yourself. So the first step in this whole calendar thing in balancing or creating harmony between your nine to five and your new VA venture is to figure out how much time you actually have. So if this this may involve you getting up a little bit earlier than normal, staying up a little bit later, working on weekends, just remember that this is a season that you're in and it's not the end all. It's not where you're going to end up. So the season that I was in when I was in my nine to five and starting my VA business was I was working in the morning. I was getting up earlier than normal. I was working a couple hours after work. I was working on the weekends from like eight to noon were my work hours. I say that in quotes because it was definitely longer than that. And then Sundays I'd sit on the couch and do some work as well. 
But the other thing that I took into account were what were the important things in my life that were non-negotiables. So for me, Scott and I love to go to Sunday brunch. We have about four spots. We rotate and we go to Sunday brunch. That was a non-negotiable for me. So I made sure that I wanted to protect that time and that space for Sunday brunch. Also, my workout time. I even do that now to this day. I make sure that I put it in my calendar and make it an appointment because if I don't, then client work, anything else is gonna get in the way. So when you get your calendar out, I want you to block off those times that you can work, but I also want you to block off those times for things that don't involve your business at all. I want you to remember that you are not just this new business. You are still a wife, a mom, a best friend, a daughter. All of those are important too. So make sure that you're enjoying that time because once again, even though this is a season of busyness, we still wanna make sure that you feel supported and that you are taking care of yourself during this season of busyness. The fourth one is to be picky about your clients. So it's gonna be really tempting to say yes to everyone, right? It's gonna be really tempting to just wanna do all the things and wanna pick up more and more clients so that you're making more money and you're getting out of your nine to five full-time into your business as soon as possible. And I 100% get that. But I want you to be careful about that because number one, it creates a pattern for, for you and from you of saying yes to things that may not serve you. And I think that it's really important to once again remember that we're creating something that we love. And if we're not working with people that are aligned with what we believe in, what we enjoy doing, then we're just creating another job for ourselves. (laughs) One that often and sometimes will feel more overwhelming than the nine to five that you're trying to leave. So be picky about your clients, be picky about the ones that if in your gut you don't feel like number one, they're a good fit for you, number two, maybe the work that they want you to do doesn't feel like a good fit for you or something that you're really interested in, then be okay with saying no to them and no to that. And I think that that honors them as much as it honors you also. The other thing that I want you to think about when I say be be picky with your clients is the fact that you don't need to tell them your whole life story. I don't think all of my clients knew or understood that I was balancing between a nine to five and them when I first started, but I made sure that I said yes to clients that had more open-ended Um, dates of when they needed stuff back and had reasonable turnaround times. I couldn't serve clients that needed phone support in the middle of the day or that needed inbox support in the middle of the day because I was at work in the middle of the day. And the other thing I want to say about that while we're on this topic is I know that it's often um, tricky in figuring out like, can you work during the day on your VA business while you're at work? And I will be 100% honest that I did that a few times, more than a few probably when I was at work, but I want you to think about coming from a place of integrity and um, being respectful of the people that are paying all of your bills right now, right? Until we're out of that nine to five, they are paying for your time. And so just like in my business, when I'm working on a specific client's project, they're paying me for that time. I want you to think about honoring the people that are paying your nine to five time. So no judgment there. 
I fell into that trap a couple times and I totally get it that if there's a client emergency or something and you can hop online to help them out, that's one thing, but be careful about making it a pattern um, and just be careful about that. I'm going to leave it at that. So let's go through those one more time. Number one is to talk to your significant other and anyone else important in your life about your new business venture. Number two is to start with a limited number of service offerings. Make sure that you're doing things that you enjoy. Number three is to get your calendar out. Make sure that you're protecting things in your calendar that are really important to you, whether that's working out, coffee with friends, going to the mall every weekend or whatever the case may be, and then really figure out what time you can do client work and really be focused on that. And then number four is be picky about the clients that you say yes to. You don't need to say yes to everybody. The last thing I want to tell you is that you can totally do this. Just give yourself time, give yourself grace. There's going to be days that you don't feel like you did the best work. You're going to take a nap. You're going to go to sleep. You're going to wake up. You're going to come back and do amazing things. There's going to be days that you have clients that work your last nerve You're going to take a breath, you're going to grin through it, and you're going to figure out if that client should be a yes or needs to become a no. (laughs) But I believe in you, and I know this journey is not easy. Once again, I know I've said this a couple times, but I want to remind you that this is a season and that you have a goal and a focus, and if you keep at it, we can do this. Have a great day. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to thelaunchguild.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You've got this.